Shalom to all. Today's office of Shalom Shvi is Daf Samaches, and we are starting about a third of the way into the Amud with the brand new halacha, halacha ches, and in the Vilnius Rosadaf, it's on Chaf Dal Raman Aleph. And today's Daf is sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Mirim Zarabas, Rabbi Maisha, her Neshama should have an aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Ain't look, Kanavadim, Karkais, Ubehim, with Tamei, with Tamei Shvias. One is not allowed to buy slaves, property, or non kosher animals with Tamei Shvias. And that's because money that's Kedusha Shvias is only allowed to be spent on food that's allowed to be eaten, and none of this is food that can be eaten. And in Lokach, if he did do so, Yachal Kanegdom, he has to eat corresponding to them, meaning however much money he spent on these things that he's not allowed to buy, he has to take that same amount of money, buy food, and eat it with Kedusha Shvias. Meshach continues with something similar, No bringing bird carbonos that a Zav, a Zava, or a Yoledes, which is a woman who had a baby, have to bring from money of Shvias, and that's because these carbonos are not eaten, and if he did do so, he has to eat the amount corresponding to them. Furthermore, no shmirik shmita oil on Kalim, this was done to lubricate and strengthen the Kli and make it nice and smooth and have it last longer. And once again, one's not allowed to do so because he's not eating this oil. It's called Hefzid. He's ruining it. And if he did do so, he has to eat corresponding to the amount of oil that he put on. Another din, let's say he smeared Shmita oil on leather. So Rebbe says, we have to burn this leather. Whereas he could eat corresponding to them. And the reason why Rebbe Lezer's machmir over here is because since this oil could technically be squeezed out of the leather, even though it might have been absorbed inside, it still could technically be taken out. And he used it improperly, so he's allowed to continue using this leather until Zman beer, but then he has to light the oil on fire. And since the oil is absorbed into the leather, that means he has to burn the leather itself. Now, I'm going to Kiva. They said in front of Rebbe Kiva, I'm a high Blazer. Blazer says, If he took Shemit oil and Shemir on leather, he don't like that leather has to be burned. He told them, Shtuku, be quiet. I'm not going to tell you what Rebbe Lezer really says about it. And the Gemara is going to explain what Rebbe Lezer really says about it. They also said in front of Rebbe Kiva, Someone who eats bread made by a kusi is like he's eating chazer. And this clearly shows that there were geyser on the bread of a kusi. Now he told them, Shtuku, be quiet. I'm not going to tell you what Rebbe Lezer really says about this. The measure continues with another din. A bathhouse whose water was heated with straw that is Kedusha Shviyas, one is allowed to bathe in the water, and that's because even though he was not allowed to use his Tavan and Kash, because it's really animal food, still, by the time a person bathes in this hot water, the Tavan and Kash was already destroyed, it was already ruined, so it's not like this person is ruining the Tavan and Kash. However, if this person is an Adam Chashov, he's not allowed to bathe in this water, that's because people might say, oh, see, he's using this, so we're allowed to use this, and that's why an Adam Chashov is not allowed to use this water. On top, the Gemara says, Amr Abiyas Rabbi tells us, Zaysar Maris, we learn from the Mishnah, that a person is not allowed to acquire a wife for himself with money that is Kedusha Shviyas, which means he's not allowed to make Kadesh Isha with it. Because then what would be the difference between buying a woman and buying a Shivcha? The Mishnah says very clearly, the one is not allowed to use the Shviyas to purchase Avadim, which also means Shvachais. And so by the same token, one is not allowed to make Kadesh a regular woman with money that is Kedusha Shviyas. I think Mark continues calling the Mishnah, and the Mishnah Says Tony, we have a brisa. Shemesh Shvias in Chayisman by Tanim Kirayim. One is not allowed to strengthen an oven or stove with Shemesh of Shvias. They rub oil on the stove and on the oven, and that'll make it strong and durable. One's not allowed to use the oil for this. Vloy Sachin by Min Almas Sandalim. One's not allowed to smear on shoes and sandals. Furthermore, Vloy Sachin Adamus Ragalev Hu Besach Min Olive Hu Besach Sandalay. A person is not allowed to smear Shemesh oil on his foot if it's inside his shoe or sandal, because some of the oil is going to go on his shoe or sandal. Avol Sachin with Ragalay, he could first smear it on his foot, and then afterwards Vnesla. 
he could put his foot into his shoe or into his sandal because he's first using the oil in a hetter way. As we said previously, he's allowed to smear shmita oil on his body, so he smears it on his foot. And once it's on his foot, he's allowed to put his foot into his shoe, even though some of that oil might go on his shoe. He already used it in a mutter fashion, so it's not considered like he's ruining it. Furthermore, he could put oil on his body and then roll around on some sort of leather mat, and that helps smear the oil across the rest of his body, and he doesn't have to be worried. That's because he put it on his body, and rolling around on the leather is not a problem. However, he cannot pour oil onto a marble tablet, or like a slab of marble, and then roll around on it, because even though the marble doesn't absorb the oil, he's not going to end up getting all the oil on his skin, and that means some of it's going to go to waste. However, allows this, because since it's not going to be absorbed into the marble, there's no problem. And on to the next part of Meshach, Rabbi Kiva had told them, I'm not going to tell you what Rabbi Lezer really holds about the Shemitah oil that was rubbed into leather. Now we're going to understand what exactly Rabbi Kiva meant. So Gemara says, Leather that had Shemitah oil rubbed into it. What does Rabbi Lezer really hold about it? So Rabbi Yesi says, the bones of that person himself should be burned. It's not like what we said in Mishnah. The Rebbe holds we have to burn the leather. He holds and not only is the leather burned, but this person's bones should be burned because what he did was so terrible. And that's what Rebbe Kiva meant to say. I'm not going to tell you what Rebbe really holds because he's much more machmer than you think he is. Whereas now we have a different sheet there. Rebbe says B'Shem Omar Mutter. He holds that it's actually Mutter L'Chatechila to rub Shemitah oil into leather. And that's what Rebbe Kiva told them. I'm not going to tell you what Rebbe really holds because Rebbe is really very makel. Now, can you explain the Mishnah we had said? Now we just clarify this din about not eating paskusi. So Rabbi Yisrael basically says, Zoysamaris tells us, the one's allowed to marry the daughter of an Amaretz. Now according to some, the girsa is, the one is not allowed to buy or eat the bread of an Amaretz. And this is more or less the same thing. Because the idea is, by saying that we're not allowed to eat the bread of a kusi, it must be because there was a gzeira on kusim, we don't want to eat their bread. And that means that kusim are real gerim, and the reason why we would be geyser on their bread is because they're Amaratzim. And what goes to say, from there is that the same reason why our guys are on Gayim not to eat their bread because we might end up becoming friendly with them and then marrying their daughters, so too with an Amaaretz. If we end up eating the bread of an Amaaretz or Kusi, one might end up marrying their daughter and that's why it makes sense to say that if they made a Gzera, don't eat the bread of a Kusi, we learn from here, don't marry the daughter of an Amaaretz slash Kusi. Now clarifying what Rabbi Kiva meant when he said, I'm not going to tell you what Rabbi Lezer really holds about this. And now we explain this, Rabbi Chizka says, Rabbi allows the chametz of Kusi after Pesach right away, and that's even though we do not trust Kusim usually, since after Pesach, it's very easy to obtain non-problematic food from Goyim, so we can assume that the Kusim took whatever food they had as problematic and exchange it with Goyim, so therefore bread from a Kusi after Pesach is permitted. And that's why Rabbi Kiva didn't want to tell them what Rabbi Leezer really holds, because he's very makel. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow, continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.